Hello, this is Brandy Henry, and you are listening to Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It has been two weeks since I last released a podcast, and I think, no, I don't think, but I know I needed I need a little time to wrap my head around the coronavirus crisis that we are all going through. And just like you, it's been um, a moment to reflect and pause and try to figure out how to engage on social media and with other people and friends. And it's been, um, it's been hard for me and everyone. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about how do we navigate our engagement on social media during this coronavirus time, during the crisis the world is dealing with. And I have some ideas for that based on what I feel is good engagement, which you all know is proactive, kind, or at least supportive in a way that makes a difference to the world, um, is intentional, is something that you will feel good about looking back. That's how I want all my listeners to always engage on social media. And for those of you who are business owners, you know that I feel it's especially important that you're very conscious of how you engage on social media. Um, for example, I uh, was blessed to help out a business owner recently last week learn how to utilize LinkedIn for his segment of his industry. And um, I was able to point out some good, not so good examples of good posting. And one of them, you know, is somebody who is choosing to take the politics of this to an extreme. And Bella says hello. And what that happens is, um, I've been talking about in the past, is that really narrows down your niche <laughs> so that you're looking for clients or customers who strongly agree with you and likely that their spouse also agrees with you in this particular industry. So please be considerate how you're posting on social media regarding your political views or feelings or any kind of um, area where if you're a business owner, you would be niching down. And I don't mean that not to do it. I just mean to be aware of what the consequences could be for you as a business owner. All right, so we'll get away from that because I have done episodes on that, as you know, so I will move on. So what is this podcast about? This podcast is all about how do we better engage on social media? I have this dream of turning these free platforms into the best possible use they can be. We have access like no other time in human history to make a difference, have a voice for free. Right now, I'm recording a podcast that will go out globally in, when I'm done in a matter of minutes. Who in human history has had access like that from a mere commoner like me from suburbia Portland um, and or the suburbs of suburbia? A, what we would call the sleeper, a sleeper city. <laughs> so outside of Portland, Oregon. And we all have this opportunity and to squander it with pettiness just for me, I just disappoints me. So what I um, am hoping to encourage more and more people to see is that you have this opportunity to be helpful, to make a difference, to have a platform. Um, and it, you know, that help and that platform and that making a difference can absolutely bring you a profit. 
or it can simply be a passion project because you've earned your income in your lifetime. It can be so many things that are good and useful. And also, if you are right now struggling in bus- in your business, and most businesses have, have dealt a blow, or you're trying to figure out a new way to get business, really consider the how you're using the free platforms that these that you're given, really. Um, and I've done plenty of episodes on that, but you can always reach out to me if you have questions about it. I do really enjoy teaching how to use social media. All right, so let's move on. Navigating social media during the COVID crisis. We're going to talk about 10 to 12 minutes on this subject and then get into some tips and tricks, some freebies. As I've said before, during this time with coronavirus, I am a little bit... Uh, I'm structuring my podcast just a little differently. And it's important to me that you know that I always deliver helpful information to you, but that it is a little different structure, a little shorter, a little less of maybe fluff. I don't know. Did I do fluff segments before? I think they were all very valuable, of course. And uh, so we'll be, we'll dive into that for 10 to 12 minutes and then we'll do a little wrap up, a little booster at the end. And it's important to me that you know you can make a difference and that your voice really does matter and how you show up on social media really matters. So navigating social media during the COVID crisis. Wowzers, right? How do we do it? Well, one, I hope you're not spending too much time on social media. When we are struggling and feeling confused or not quite sure why people are responding the way they are, um, to spend a lot of time observing or taking in examples of how we wish people weren't responding or not behaving or were (laughs) doing things on social media we wish they weren't, I don't know that it's all that productive for us. Uh, So I want to encourage you to limit your use of social media, and really be intentional about your feed. With that, I mean, social media, all these platforms, they give you more of what you engage in. So if you ever hear somebody say, oh, I'm sick of Facebook or whatever platform because it's all politics. Well, what they're really telling you is that that is what they engage in because the algorithms say, aha, This is what this person must be interested in. We're going to give him or her more of that. So if you're intentional with what you're allowing yourself to see and engage in, that it makes sure it's helpful to you, make sure that it boosts you and lifts you and is constructive and provides information that you could use to get through your day and help you move forward. So when you like, when you comment, when you respond you are telling that platform you want to see more of whatever it was that post was about. More of that person, more of that topic, more of whatever, you know, the hashtags that were there, all of that. If you do not want to see more of something that came up in your feed, do not respond to it. Do not comment. Do not, don't do anything with it. If you have to, put some, put some platform unfollow or unconnect or Put uh, a few friends on pause if if it's if it's getting difficult for you to 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 manage your feelings around maybe some other content. So you first have to be intentional with what you're absorbing on social media. 
it matters, it affects you, it gets under your skin or it doesn't, or it lifts you up one way or it goes one way or the other. So be very intentional, please. And yeah, that's that part. Okay, next, for posting, for responding, empathy, please, empathy. We all are going through this. None of us, except for one man who is 101 or 104, he he um, contracted coronavirus and got through COVID-19, survived, and he happened to also be born during the previous pandemic of 1918. So except for him, none of us have been through a pandemic before. None of us have done this. All of us are trying to figure this out. And some people are better at pivoting or accepting situations or going, oh, okay, things are like this, then I need to, you know, ziggy zag that way or, or shimmy shimmy the other way or, and other people freeze. And so everybody is going through their thing. And what everyone needs is support and empathy. If you're going to respond to somebody I would love to encourage you to be supportive. If you see something you don't like, ignore it. And if it really bothers you, then find somebody to talk to about it with. But with on the platform, maybe take a deep breath and move on. That's my advice. When you do respond, be supportive, be empathetic. None of us have figured out how to do this. We're all going forward as we can. And what does empathy really mean? Empathy is not pity. Just like forgiveness is not saying, oh yeah, you can do that to me again now. Just as forgiveness is saying, you know what? I'm not holding on to this anymore. I'm gonna let it go. I see how and why maybe you did this to me or whatnot. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we're still in a relationship. It doesn't mean that you're still like, you're like, it's okay. You can do it to me again. It's not like that. That's not what forgiveness is. Just like that empathy is not pity. It is not feeling sorry for somebody. Empathy is being like, huh, if I were in that person's situation and did not have the resources I have or the education or the whatever, I can see why that would be really hard. For example, I have a lot of empathy right now for parents of littles. I remember having littles and I could go to the park though. I could take them to the science center. We could go to the zoo. We could go places that had childcare and I could work out um, because I was home time, home with them most, almost full time. I worked part time and, you know, I had resources to kind of get little breaks through the day. Wowzers. I think my empathy for people with littles right now is at an all-time high, as well as my empathy for people with college kids. I think that's another hard group that would be hard. They've had their independence and it's been ripped from them. And where else could they be more comfortable to be grumpy, but to come home and where it's safe? So, you know, when I am thinking about other families, other people, what they're struggling with, um, you know, try to be empathetic and realize that they too are going to, through this for the first time. If you cannot offer empathy and the best you can do is stay neutral, then that's fine. Because <laughs> there are some people who at times I'm like, huh, 
and I just try to stay neutral. That's what I do. I just say to myself, huh, yes, I wish this person were responding differently or I wish the person were blah, 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 right? Because that's my agenda. And then I just remind myself to just stay neutral, even if I can't offer empathy and move on. It's better for everybody. That's how I do that. (laughs) All right. So that's the empathy. Empathy is putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and realizing what they're dealing with and recognizing that, hey, that probably is hard for them, right? Okay. Now, another thing. You still have things to offer. You still have either really sweet moments from your day, images from your garden, your dog, um, or if you're a business owner and, or maybe you're, you know, your furloughed, you are still an expert in your area. Just because we're in, you know, a crisis with a pandemic doesn't mean that you're still not an expert stager or an expert interior designer or an expert in anything that used to, let's see, or dentist or any of those areas where um, we used to see professionals, you know, not be cut off from or whether you're a server or gosh, I think everybody knows what I mean by now. Um, Those industries, those, those fields where we have had to, you know, shut them down more or less to help with the spread. Um, You're still an expert in those areas and you still have things to offer. And I hope you'll consider putting those out there. Um, dentists could be, you know, how to cheer your kid on to keeping their teeth brushed. I know my husband and I are a little bit more on top of that with our, even though they're teenagers, we're still a little more concerned with that because who knows, you know, we were lucky to get cleanings in, in January, but could be quite a while. Um, you can still offer that kind of support on social media. If you're, um, a stager or interior designer, you can still offer support on how to turn a corner of your home into an adult sanctuary, or I would like everybody to have a mom cave. (laughs) If you have littles, I think you need a mom cave. How do you convert even the smallest of closets into a quiet, soundproof (laughs) escape room? That's what, (laughs) that's my advice or my ideal for uh, interior designers. Or um, what about for contractors? You know, you, uh, hopefully you're still busy, but maybe you you know, are able to offer advice on how to, what to consider when converting a home garage into a temporary play space or uh, office or whatnot. You know, I um, <laughs> I am now joking that my master office happens to be where we also sleep because all of us are trying to figure out where to do our work with all of these people home. Um, so you are still an expert, right? You're still an expert in your area. We're still, everyone is still smart. You still have things to offer and it's a bummer you couldn't do it the way you used to. And I feel you there. Um, But you can still offer information on these free platforms. You can still offer video. You can still cheer. You can still do so many things. And for those of you who are doing that, I highly, highly commend you because doing something new, having to learn a new technology or whatnot is is hard. And to not know where any sales are going to come out of that or not is is unnerving. Um, but 
you are still contributing to society and you're still the expert and you're still realizing where other people are coming from. So get on it, as I would like to say. All right, next, different platforms, different delivery. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, think about how can you help people solve a problem? That's uh, why people are there. They're also there a bit for inspiration. So if you're a nonprofit and you're not on LinkedIn sharing your story, please call me and I will help you for an hour. I give nonprofits one hour for free. And um, an example of one nonprofit who's doing really well on LinkedIn right now is the Oregon Food Bank. The director there, she is doing such a good job. Um, And if you're in a nonprofit and you're not on LinkedIn and all, you know, people are start going, people who necessarily, you know, there are some families who don't necessarily need this, the um, checks that are going to start coming in and they're thinking about maybe how they can get back. And if you're a nonprofit and you're not on LinkedIn, give me a call and I will help you. Or you know a nonprofit who isn't on LinkedIn and ought to be, please share my um, contact information with them. I give nonprofits an hour for free. All right. Different platforms, different delivery. So LinkedIn, inspiring to the point, how can you help somebody, but yet not preachy. A little tricky, but I think you know what I mean. Instagram is still visual, okay? Um, If you're a contractor, the best image needs to be first. The best one first, and then the before. So you don't start with the after, you don't start with before, you start with after. Um, So you do that after one first, and then the befores. If you're able to, if you have figured out how to pivot into a new way of delivering your services, highlight that on Instagram. Do video. Oh my gosh, I have a friend who um, is just having fun figuring out slow-mo and now she's doing stuff on TikTok. Go you. I think that's great. You know, the reason why we often think of, you know, young adults or kids are better at technology than we are. No, they're just less afraid that their phone is going to blow up if they press a button. I think <laughs> that's my running joke. I like to, when I'm I'm helping adults learn a different platform, I always promise them that their phone will not explode if they press a button and it doesn't go the way they want it. And they can always delete stuff. And, you know, that's, that's really the difference, I think, is that they're willing to just like, what does that button do? Oh, it didn't do what I wanted or it didn't do how I thought it would. So let me figure it out. And... I really, you know, you can do this. Go have some fun. Play with the features. See what happens. You can always delete the post. All right. And Facebook. Facebook is still where it seems to me people go to get a little bit of, to get a little emotional, a little bit, um, a little, I don't want to use the word triggered. That's <laughs> loaded word. Um, but, you know, it's still a place where people want to discuss and either be really happy for somebody or really involved in their story or offer some sincere support. Um, I'm seeing that a lot in groups and it's just a a little bit more of an emotional platform. I would say Instagram is inspiring and mostly uplifting and reminding people that they are good people and that there are beautiful things in the world. And Facebook seems to be a little bit more where we process things. Um, The other platforms I don't have the expertise to necessarily comment on. And those are my three, those are my, those are my bags. And if you are on Twitter and you are enjoying all the discussion and back and forth, I commend you. It's not necessarily my, my fee, my uh, preferred platform, but the other three I can help you with. All right. 
So remember that different platforms, different delivery, you can still have the same message. It just needs to be delivered differently. Last bit about how to navigate social media during this COVID crisis is be flexible. In the past, I have done workshops, I've done talks on how to systemize your content. And I still believe you need to block out time on your calendar to do social media. If you're going to do your own social media and you are a business owner, it needs to be on your calendar, especially if it isn't something that you would naturally think to grab a picture of or naturally think about. If it, if it, you know, for some people it feels like bookkeeping, um, it's got to go on the calendar, right? Otherwise it's not going to happen. However, planning for what it is you're going to say and how you're going to say it needs to be a little more flexible. You're still the expert and you can still relate to people and you can still be helpful and offer information. But as we go week to week through um, this collective experience, how you deliver that, you'll be a little more reflective, a little bit more in tune necessarily with with the world, so to speak, and also with yourself. That's why I you know, realized I needed to skip a week with the podcast because I really needed to get a little more in tune with where everybody is or was and where I'm at and um, have something const- a little more constructive to say. I hope the last 21 minutes have been. I truly do. All right. So those are my, those are my three keys with the bonus. Navigating social media during the COVID crisis can be done. I'm going to recap here. Empathy first. None of us have been through this before except for that one man. You're still an expert, but you got to deliver it differently. Oh, I forgot to share this one line. This was so good. Remember the previous definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? The new one is doing the same thing the same way, expecting the same result. We got to do things differently. You're still an expert, but you're going to have to deliver it differently. You're going to have to show up differently. You're going to have to probably network differently. And you're going to have to probably market differently. All right. You're still the expert. Be empathetic to the people who are not in your field of expertise and don't deliver necessarily in the same way. You're going to have to change it. Different platforms, different delivery. You can have the same message, but you got to get to the point on LinkedIn, a little bit more engaging or discussion or uh, prepared for a little bit more emotionality. Facebook, Instagram, inspiring, your best image. There's a, you know, Hopefully that will keep you focused and flexible, but scheduled. You still need to block that time on your calendar. Still got to show up. And whoa, if you could go live, this is a great time to do that. This is a great time to build an audience going live consistently at the same time over and over. Do it. Do it. All right. Oh, I was talking with um, a pancake party person, a person who you can hire to come and do all the pancakes for your event, which is fantastic. And of course, those kinds of events are people together and everybody was trying to help this person figure out different ways to do things. And oh, wow, go live, make pancakes for people live with people. Hold on, there's a sneeze coming. (sighs) Excuse me. And go live, do your thing live, Um, talk to people. And this is a great time to do it. Build your skills, build that audience. 
do video and go live. All right, I'm going to let you go. Some bonuses, things to think about. Press those buttons. Play with your phone. It will not explode. The apps will not explode your phone. Try things. Try the slow-mo. Try all of it. Boomerang and just have fun as if you were a kid with a new toy. All right. And I want to give you a booster. Like I said, you are still your, the expert in the field you were in prior to all of this. You still have a lot to offer and you still matter. And how you show up still matters. And you still can make a difference in your corner of the world, whether it's tiny or giant. If it's giant, you're probably not listening to me. <laughs> so I appreciate your corner of the world, no matter how small it is, because my corner is pretty small too. And I'm thinking of you all the time. If you would like help or you know somebody who would like help specifically with LinkedIn um, and is a business owner, I love teaching LinkedIn. It's quite easy to do uh, through Zoom. And I'd love to help them. If you know a nonprofit, I would love to help them. I give an hour free to nonprofits. And that's it. I will put my contact information in the show notes Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Take good care of yourself. Bye-bye.